Hey everyone, this is Eric, and welcome to the CBC Podcast Behind the Pulpit. This Sunday, we wrapped up our series through the book of James in a series titled, A Little Wisdom That Goes a Long Way. And on Sunday, I talked about the importance of wisdom when it comes to our motives and why we do what we do. Today, I'll be joined by Brandon to discuss Sunday's message. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. All right. Well, I'm here with uh, Brandon. Brandon, welcome. Thanks. It's been a while. Cool. Well, before uh, we jump in uh, to this week's podcast, uh, just wanted to say thank you all for, for tuning in, listening. I know it's been a few weeks since we last recorded. I just couldn't get together and doing it for, for various reasons, uh, but we're excited to be back. And, uh, you know, if you were here on Sunday, um, the next few months are, are going to be some uh, really some big, it's going to be a, a crucial time. We're going to be hitting some important things, not just in general, but I think where we're headed as a church and uh, it's going to be very foundational. And one of the big ways we want to supplement the Sunday morning services is through this podcast, uh, diving deeper into uh, the passage, the broader implications of the topic. So I want to encourage you to, to keep tuning in, to keep listening. Also, if you ever have any questions uh, regarding the sermons, uh, you can always ask us in person. You can email us. Uh, but one cool thing is you can submit questions via the app. Uh, that we will answer in each week's podcast. So uh, it's just a great way we feel like we can interact uh, with all of you. And it's helpful for us uh, to wrestle with the questions that you have. And um, so I think it's just win-win all the way around. So yeah, for those of you who've been kind of journeying with us on this, thanks for kind of tuning in and listening this whole time. For those of you who just kind of signed up and jumped new to this, uh, thank you as well. We're We're excited for... Uh, just what God's doing in our church and how God's going to use uh, this platform, uh, I think, to to be helpful and to help us as a church. So, Yeah, spread the word. we got to get some ad revenue for this podcast, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it helps, uh, yeah, if you have time, go on and subscribe and like and comment. I don't know. That's what other people on podcasts say, so I felt like I just have to say it, although I don't know how it helps. <laughs> Um, But we just wrapped up our uh, James series uh, called A Little Wisdom Goes a Long Way, a four-week series walking through uh, the New Testament letter. And, um, you know, even though you didn't uh, preach uh, any of the sermons, Brandon, I wanted to kind of get your input on just kind of what stood out to you um, in terms of maybe the the epistle in general, uh, why we decided to go with this book. And with the series, kind of as we navigate through the series, um, what are things that stood out for you? What's your kind of general impression of everything? Uh, yeah, it was it was a really fun series to just listen to, not just because I didn't have to preach. But uh, James is one of my, my favorite books. I, I really mm. like it. And just kind of in our sermon planning discussions, I think James has come up as a potential book. I don't know, five times. And every time, you know, like, you know, as I'm kind of trying to think about what, what that series might look like, I've never been able to get over that hump of, you know, how to structure it and, you know, how to kind of thematically, you know, make it engaging. And so it's just kind of cool to see it come together. Um, Just this insight, this tidbit bit I came across in a commentary that, you know, just James as New Testament wisdom. And for one thing, just for me personally, it was like, that was a really cool thing to recognize. And even in how I'm reading it personally, um, but I think it made for uh, an interesting series. And um, 
I think allowed for all of you guys as you spoke to really just kind of just kind of go for it and not feel like you're you know tied to this kind of restrictive structure but mm-hmm. I felt like each of the messages was kind of distinct and had its own flavor which was cool um I think the one that stuck out to me that I thought was kind of interesting was was my mom's last week mm. and I liked um I liked the approach of you know there's this whole like theological dynamic in her passage of faith and works and we mm. normally talk about you know the relationship between mm-hmm. those things and you know and I liked that she just approached it from a very simple like you know just just do it yeah, right like yeah. just go out and, and and don't let these other things hold you back and I actually think that's a good example of um where we can get caught up in the questions we have for the text and kind of miss the overall point mm. that sometimes the text is making and obviously the whole like deeper question of faith and works is implied in James and for sure he's interested in that but I do think there's an element that we miss a lot where it's you know you you do just kind of have to step out in faith and and go for it and I felt like um you know I had had written out the kind of the breakdowns and sent out different kind of title options and you know my mom came up with that idea like just Mm -hmm. do it and I thought that's such a cool um way of of framing that and Mm -hmm. so uh, but yeah, just overall, uh, it was it was a fun series to listen to. I'm kind of glad, not just for myself and my own time, but I just felt like it was a, a good fit for for you guys to speak on. Yeah. It was cool to have Pastor Gary speak, mm-hmm. you know, even though obviously second service there were some complications. Yeah. But um, yeah, just generally, what a great series and what a great topic for him to weigh in on. And um, so I enjoyed it. Uh, what do you think? How is how is it for you? You had to give half the message. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I really I really enjoyed it. I think more so than I thought I was going to. You know, I think it was one of those ones where he felt it was very practical. Um, James is kind of the reputation is that it's it's kind of scattered, and he's just kind of throwing out all these random kind of tidbits on how to live the Christian life. And mm. and I think what struck me a lot was how it wasn't. It's not. Mm. You know that there is a pretty a distinct thing that he's addressing, right? That, that there are, there are independent things that you have to consider, like how you respond to trials, uh, you know, just doing it and just kind of the faith in action and, and how you use your words. Um, but in the end, you know, there's a common thread that he's going through. So I think that's what I was sharing with you kind of leading into this last one was, you know, like James is like, originally we kind of went into this like it's kind of be a fun let's just talk about some practical (laughs) wisdoms and let's approach it and not that it light equals fun equals whatever but that was my impression at least you know like let's just have fun with this series and learn something but nothing crazy heavy you know to start the new year but seeing this 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 distinction that james is making in terms of like hey this is what the christian life is like yeah and this is why wisdom's important and this is how it affects trials and how you deal with difficult situations and this is why you your life looks different your faith gets put into action this is why the words that come in your mouth are different mm. you know and then ultimately uh, this is why your relationship with people yeah are different yeah. and how you approach it so i think there was that part for me that was um yeah i mean it was it always does this, but it's just great when 
you know, the, the word takes you in a direction that you're just not yeah. anticipating. Yeah, and yeah. that's true of us as, as pastors too, right? And as preachers, as, as we're studying it. Um, and yeah, I think it's very timely as we'll talk about more later. But yeah. um, I had a lot of fun with that part of it, you yeah. know, wrestling with that and just being able to see that in something that seems very surfacy and practice practical mm-hmm. going, no, it's, <laughs> it's pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a great example of that. Like initially when we were breaking down the series, I was trying to think of like creative titles for each of the sermons. And, you know, they were not the like heaviest titles. Mm. But I think at one point I had this idea of I'll have all of the titles relate to different songs or catchphrases. Mm. And yours I had written down, check yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Which I don't think really would have been that fitting for the tone of the message this week because it turned into like, hey, no, you really do need to to check yourself and check your motive. So that's kind of speaks to the different direction. Yeah, and that's (laughs) the the song I had in my head the whole time. (laughs) So at first I was like, is it check yourself or is it check yourself? (laughs) I think for us, it's yourself. I don't know if we're allowed to say yourself. Yeah. So as you came out of it, how did mm-hmm. you feel? Was there anything that stood out and uh, as you prepared or anything, you know, you heard from people coming out of the message that stood out to you? Um, you know, I think that obviously with uh, all messages in general where you don't know how the Spirit's going to work, how God's going to speak, but I think just the level of conviction, mm-hmm. you know, that um, mm-hmm. at least some of the feedback I got that... Um, it's something that most people probably have already heard and, and know, you know, this idea of humility and how we see other people and just the connection that James is making between ultimately a wisdom that comes from God and a wisdom that's worldly. Mm. Um, yeah, I think it, part of my struggle that's kind of very fleshly is you go into a message and like, there's nothing new here. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, I need to have something new, something yeah. deep, something profound. And, and that was, you know, kind of hard going into it and, you know, felt like God was saying like, these are the messages where you just have to trust me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like there's a, a part of it where you're just going to preach it and you just got to trust that the spirit's going to speak. Yeah. And it's sad to say that because every message in theory should be that. <laughs> but sometimes for, you know, myself or some of us, it's easy to, to look for that nugget of truth, to look for that application where you're just like, Ooh, mm, yeah. this is going to be good, you know, or this is, gonna, this is powerful. And I didn't necessarily feel like I had that, you know, so to be able to just say, but this is what James is saying. This is what the scripture is saying and just do our best to articulate it and communicate it. And then to, I think to see some of the response and to get that feedback of like, yeah, that was very convicting mm. about that. Yeah. Um, was a good, was a good reminder of just the power of God's word and I think for us as, as speakers and preachers to to say, yeah, at the end of the day, that's that's preaching, right? And that's yeah. the role we play. So I think that part in general yeah. was big. Um, but yeah, I think the whole idea that wisdom leads to humility, right? I, uh, for me, it was, um, it's just so profound and awesome, right? That in God's, in God's wisdom, that's how it would work, yeah. right? Because wisdom, knowledge, you know, become, being smart, it's so easy to lead to pride, yeah. right? So in only God's like way of working things would true wisdom actually leads to humility, right? Yeah. So that part to me is just, you know, you just go like, God's awesome. Like for him yeah. to orchestrate a way of life like that yeah, um, is powerful. And um, yeah, and to see that, to see that through James is yeah. good. 
let me go backwards to what you said about the yep. whole idea of conviction. And I think probably most people would agree. I think the last two sermons were two of the more like emotional mm. convicted type of messages that I've actually, uh, that I've heard you give. And, mm. and I think like for me, it's, it's awesome. I love seeing that, that kind of passion from you. And I think, yeah, I definitely took it to the next level. Um, would you say like, is that, is that a result of kind of this perspective that you have right now? Or is it, is it kind of something unique to the the material or mm-hmm. I guess, can we expect to see more <laughs> passion from you in the future? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all done. <laughs> That's it for 2020. Um, you know, I, I'd say a combination of both in terms of, I think it's where we, we are as a staff, mm. as a church, you know, some of the tension that we're feeling that I think we're going to get into in a bit. Mm. Um, um, you know, I think the other part of it is just, you know, we've talked about in past podcasts of just our own journey, my own journey of um, not being afraid mm. to present what Scripture's saying, not being afraid to challenge. Um, I think early on, you know, not that it's wrong per se, but I would have, I was really concerned that people wouldn't walk away like discouraged mm. or feeling ashamed or, you know, guilt or obligated. So, so heavy on the, you know, if you don't do this, it's okay. Mm. Right. Because here's why. Right. And, and there's grace built in and, and none of it is not true, yeah. but it was so heavy on that, that I think sometimes you miss the point. Mm. Right. Whereas now I feel like it, there's that balance, right? Like yeah. there's grace and there's just the, the reminder that, hey, this is who you are in Christ. And because of that, this is the kind of relationship you have and how God sees you. But this is the life that God is calling you to live. Mm. Right. So I think um, being more objective in that. Yeah. And um, just not just willing, but wanting to, to push there and just feel like, hey, I feel like we're in a season now where it's time. Yeah to move forward in that direction. So, yeah, I mean, each message is kind of, you know, is different. And and I kind of really go into it with like, okay, God, what do you want to say in this one? Yeah. So I don't know how each one goes, but I feel like that's been the tone recently. And, um, and that's what makes, that's what I love about preparing messages, you know, that there really is a, a sense of mystery of like, no, what does God want to say in this one? Yeah. Yeah. And whatever it is he wants to say, like, I want to be able to say it. Yeah. Period. Right. Yeah, nothing yeah. more. Nothing less. So. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, I'm willing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And I mean, I think like, you know, looking back, I think that foundation, though, you know, even if it felt like, oh, I wish I hadn't pushed so hard into that. That foundation is so important. And right, like if as a church, if we're gonna err, well, let's err on the side of mm. grace, you know. Mm-hmm. And at least for me. I think I always felt so much permission to go the other way, mm. you know, and to push really hard because I knew like our people are not missing that component, mm. you know? And so, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward, I, again, I don't think you and I are going to like just, you know, leave grace behind. Of course yeah. not. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think that challenge of that finding that balance is yeah. always going to be there. And so, um, yeah, I, th- I think that had a, that was a meaningful part of our journey. Yeah. Right? Just yeah. To have that be such a foundational part of your preaching for a long time yeah yeah and you know god's commands his instructions uh, 
those are means of grace too, right? Those are expressions of grace. And, yeah. and that's, you know, me seeing that too and saying, yeah. hey, like being obedient is a way of receiving grace yeah, and experiencing yeah, yeah. it. And it's both. You can't, yeah. it's not just either or, it's both, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so it's yeah. been a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed James in, in hindsight, you know, uh, up until Saturday night, I may not be enjoying it, but <laughs> yeah. you know, Sunday morning yeah. after I, I really enjoy it. Um, but you know, one of the, the, the conversation we had, right. Mm-hmm. That Friday before uh, this past Friday, before I gave the message of, um, you know, James is, is really presenting two ways of, of life here. Mm-hmm. And it, I wasn't expecting it, but he makes this pretty strong distinction of what wisdom from above is versus wisdom of the world or just God's way of life versus the world's way of life. So black and white. It's right? so and black and white. Yeah. And that's, you know, and and kind of in light of the, the series that are coming up and, you know, kind of the conversation was like, how much do you want me to go into it? How What does that look like? And we just felt like, let's go for it. Yeah. Just go for it. And, um, you know, and wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that, right? Mm-hmm. Of just... Uh, kind of our journey this past year, past couple years, um, maybe some of that tension we've been feeling of like, this is what God has been putting on our heart. Um, and this is why we're going to go in the direction we're going to go. But yeah, just kind of talk on that. Yeah, yeah. And kind of maybe lay some groundwork just personally, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of why we're about to do what we're about to do. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, here I go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's no secret whether it's, you know, just from the things that I preach on to the series that we've done over the past couple of years, things that I shared uh, coming back from sabbatical is, you know, I've just felt this like gnawing sense of dissatisfaction mm-hmm. um, kind of across the board in terms of like where our church is at what I'm doing as a leader, what we're doing as leaders. And, um, yeah. And, and, and I think, you know, going back a couple of years, just this feeling that like, this isn't, this isn't right. You know, this isn't what God has called us to. And to be honest, for a long time, I, I didn't understand what that meant. You know, I, I could feel that dissatisfaction. I knew I, I didn't feel good about my ministry, about our ministry, um, but I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to do about it. And, and that was really kind of a bad mm. place to be, you know, and obviously that led to, you know, just some unhealthy feelings, you know, frustration, um, being honest, you know, a little bit of resentment mm. towards, um, no one in particular, but just the idea of mm. our church, you mm. know, like, why aren't we growing? Why isn't more happening? And, um, and I think that was, you know, the beautiful thing about going on sabbatical and having time, one, to deal with that emotional component, mm-hmm. but also to get some insight into what exactly I was I was feeling, yeah. you know. And I think, you know, I, I, again, I don't remember what I've shared on the podcast and what I ha- what I haven't, but it's okay. Most of us don't remember. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the, I think, the realizations that I, I had on sabbatical and I think it's kind of been refined over the past several months is, you know, whatever our church is and wherever our people are at, like there's no one to blame for that, but us, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if our church is a certain way, we're the shepherds of this church. We're mm-hmm. the ones who are called to lead. And 
sitting around being resentful or being frustrated, that doesn't do anyone any good, Mm -hmm. least of all me and especially not the people in our church. And so, you know, the question stopped being, why aren't they doing X, Y, Z? And it became, God, what do you want us to do? Yeah, You know, and that's a question that, you know, I had already been beginning to ponder before sabbatical, but, you know, having that time to process through Mm -hmm. it. And so, you know, what it came down to was just, yeah, just that commitment to um, kind of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That look like we, it, it's easy to create a version of the gospel where those those two ways of life get blended, mm-hmm. you know, and um, to kind of feel a certain amount of just, I don't know, like just not caring, right? Yeah. Like you just, oh, whatever, you know, and and I think... Again, that's a status quo that we've kind of perpetuated, mm-hmm. you know, and, and f- for better or for worse is a little bit just a part of the culture of our church, you mm-hmm. know, that's developed over over a long time. And um, and yeah, so I think, you know, the conversations that we've been having, mm-hmm. you and I and, you know, with our staff as a whole and especially in that kind of smaller leadership group yeah. of you, I, Nick and, and my mom is just, you know, what is how do we distinguish, you know, those, those two yeah. ways of living and, and what does that look like for us? And, um, yeah, without getting into the details of that, you know, I think to be in a place now where, where we can confidently say, this is what we think this path looks like, mm-hmm. you know, this is yeah. what God has called us to. This is the way of life that, you know, is faithful, is fruitful, mm-hmm. is good. Um, I think, again, that speaks to the passion you spoke with on on Sunday, because when you believe you have that and it's not just this idea, right? Like we're supposed to follow God. We're supposed to be obedient. But no, it's like we have a sense of, man, this is what God wants us to be. This is what God wants it to look like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Even for me preparing for the message of Sunday, I'm fired up Mm -hmm. because, you know, we have a destination we're we're trying to get to. Yeah. um, Yeah. So I, I think just creating a culture where you know where that's that's the expectation mm-hmm. and again there's grace you know we're not gonna yeah. hold anyone's feet to the fire and, and force people or make people feel like less if, if they don't live that but not to kind of settle and say well it's all good or yeah. you know that's like like to not to hold it like it does like it matter like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. um you know i'm excited to to really go, to really go for that and yeah. so yeah, I, I think, you know, that that gets into just that larger question of, you know, vision and, and direction. And, you know, we, we began this year with, you know, a piece of the vision, right? Mm-hmm. This idea of community. And I think through the course of the year and our discussions, you know, we've really refined that and are, are, are ready to kind of show people the the complete picture and kind of the other mm-hmm. side of the coin of like look like relationships and, and community was always the means by which we believed mm-hmm. um that that we would grow and so now to be in a place where look, look we have a clear sense of what that growth is supposed to be yeah um man i think there's a real sense of symmetry to this year mm-hmm. that i'm excited about yeah. so does that answer your question yeah <laughs> completely um i mean i think what stands out is you shared you know everything you shared in terms of like kind of where we at now is, is what stands out to me is the heart of a shepherd that you have, mm-hmm. you know, that 
at the root of this, right, is, you know, I think a, a sense of like, we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Things aren't working the way it's supposed to work. And at the end of the day, it's not anybody else's fault, right? right. Yeah. Other than what are we supposed to do as shepherds, yeah. you know? And if we truly love these people and love this church, what do we need to do, right, to, to mm-hmm. help them get to where God wants them to be, to, mm-hmm. to experience the, the best life they could possibly experience? And, and that's what I appreciate, right, in this whole journey, that, that heart that's been growing and um, kind of the wisdom and just the, the willingness to, to push and pull and cast vision for that motive, you know? Yeah, and I think, yeah, um, yeah and, I, and, I, and I, feel, I feel that same way where I think early on for me, uh, you know, we stepped into leadership and, you know, I think for me it was like, I just want to convince people that we, we love them. We're not here to like, mess things up and yeah. play church and do whatever we want to do it was like, no, like we want to care for them and love them and just let reassure them that nothing crazy is going to happen. You yeah. know? And there was a season where I felt it was good that we did it, but kind of that, that other half of the, co- you know, that side of the coin of, but also loving them is leading them. Yeah. And the God right calls direction. us to crazy things. <laughs> yeah. It is to lead yeah. and to, to do our best to, to simply, communicate what he wants communicated mm-hmm. regardless of whether that leads to applause or whether that leads to you know criticism yeah frustration yeah. whatever it might be so yeah i feel like this season you know um where we're at um what i really admire is just that heart you know mm-hmm. that where you're coming from and i think we're, we're there as a staff as leaders and this is kind of that next step of saying the reason why we're going to paint this picture as best as we can in terms of the life God desires from us. It's because we love you, mm-hmm. you know, and like it's going to be hard and it might be challenging. You might not like what we're about to say, but it's because, because we love you yeah, and we're yeah. going to do this, you know? Um, and they, yeah, I mean, just to kind of go back a little bit, that's something that stood out to me and James that we didn't get into detail a whole lot, but James offers like, you know, he talks about kind of like principles, mm-hmm. but he got into some application, Yeah. you know, and, you know, hey, faith into action. Hey, so when somebody comes into your church and one looks very attractive and one doesn't, right? <laughs> right? One looks like they have money, one doesn't. Do you feel differently about them? Right. You know, hey, those of you who are wealthy, you know, how do you treat those who are not wealthy? Mm-hmm. Right. So there are things there where I just felt it hit pretty close to home, you mm-hmm. know, and going, wow, like he's pretty clear. And just going forward too, you know, and that's why I bring it up is just, you know, the, the Bible's clear yeah, in terms of what our lives are supposed to look like. And um, the reason we're walking down this is because the Bible's clear, you yeah, know, this is what yeah. God wants. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, like, again, not to go too far down this road, but, you know, I think like one of the things that I think I've become more aware of and you know, that, that we talk about a lot is, you know, it's like, we're not, we're not trying to like present a, like a brand, like we're, we're not trying to become a cult, right? Like we're not <laughs> trying to present like, this is the brand new way. No one's ever talked about following Jesus, or this mm-hmm. is like a new gospel or anything like that. But I think just recognizing the way, you know, our faith and our conception of the gospel has been so colored by the culture around us. Mm-hmm um by kind of i think what we want to be true in scripture 
Yeah. And and, and it's led us to a, a version of faith that, again, to, to borrow language from last year, is very comfortable. It's very mm-hmm. safe. Um, and, and I think the worst part about it is it's very us-centric. And mm-hmm. even yeah. that's something I'm going to talk about a little bit about on, on Sunday. It's just, you know, you look at the story of Scripture. It's not like here's the story of how Brandon got saved. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this isn't the story of how Eric Kakimoto had a personal relationship with Jesus. Yeah. You know, this is the story of, of God. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it we have a big part in that. And obviously he invites us to something awesome and he loves us and, yeah. and you know, and he gives us an awesome purpose. But it's, it's so, sometimes I think we view scripture so limited through the lens of like, what does this mean for me, mm-hmm. right? Like one of the books that we've been reading through or, um, I think it's in one of the books we've been reading through is, you know, this, this tendency, you know, you pick up the Bible, you read a chapter and then you think, okay, so how does this apply to my life? Mm-hmm. What does this mean to me? And the understanding we have sometimes is like, well, it has to, it has to, right? Like yeah. there has to be some way that this speaks into my situation right now. Mm-hmm. And there's obviously points of application, but sometimes it just doesn't, you know, yeah. sometimes it's just teaching us this is who God is, you know, and, and that's the application. And so just generally, you know, thinking about, you know, this picture of following Jesus and, and being faithful to that mm-hmm. way of life, you know, is acknowledging, um, I think the flaws in the way we view faith and the way we yeah. view Jesus and the way we view God. And so, um, I think that's a good thing, and mm-hmm. it's, but it's it's going to be, I think, really challenging yeah. because it's it's what we know, and, yeah. and it's and there's and there's part and there's parts of it that are very good mm-hmm. and, and that are still going to be true, but there's parts of it that we have to look at and say there are some flaws in our system that we have to we have to work on. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that'll be an, an interesting part of the journey. Yeah, yeah. So without giving everything away. Mm-hmm. Um, what should we expect the next few months? What are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? Um, you know, how can we as a church prepare? Mm. You know, kind of our hearts for, for what's going to happen. I think in terms of what we can expect is, I think a fresh look at the story God wants to tell us. Mm. And again, that's in my mind because I'm going to talk start talking about it on Sunday. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, kind of this picture we're going to paint of discipleship is a little bit of just just a slight reframing of of the way we view the biblical story, mm. you know. And um, again, it's not to change the story or, you know, to say the other story was wrong, but just that I think there's something so much bigger and so much grander that Scripture wants to tell us about who God is, what Jesus came to do and who we are and, and what faith is. And, and again, you know, to, to get outside of this conception of faith and even just this conception of salvation, right? You think about what does it mean to be a Christian? What is the gospel? Will you say, well, you know, Jesus died on the cross to save me from my sins so mm-hmm. that I can have a relationship with God and I can go to heaven, yeah. you know? And, and even just why evangelize to someone say, well, so that they can go to heaven. And even just that idea of the story of the Bible being for my personal salvation and mm. kind of the, the goal, the telos of the Christian life being, well, I'm, so I can go to heaven. Yeah. Um, it's not wrong, mm-hmm. but it's so incomplete. Mm-hmm. And so I think, 
you know, for, for people who are, are listening to this now and, and thinking about how can I prepare myself is I think just be open to expanding your understanding mm-hmm. of, you know, what this story can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, like <laughs> we just really want to be clear, like it's not a new gospel. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not anything like that, but it's expanding the picture of, of what that means. And, um, and I think that requires a really fresh look at scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just th- this, I think it's fine to share for the next like seven weeks, we're going to be going through continuing the old Testament series. So we started with, uh, Exodus. We jumped into Joshua last year and this, uh, this year we're doing first and second Samuel. And I think that's, you know, the story of King David. I think everyone's comfortable looking at that through fresh eyes. Mm-hmm. No one cares that much. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh good. The story of David and Goliath in a fresh way, like yeah. bring it on. That yeah. sounds awesome. But I think even as we look at the gospels, mm-hmm. as we look at, you know, this initial mission of the church, um, to just be open to a different sense of what did Jesus come to do and what what specifically is the life that he's calling to mm-hmm. us? You know, what did he mean on the Sermon on the Mount? You know, what does he mean when he's giving us these commands? What does, you know, what does the Apostle Paul mean when he talks about this? What does he, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think, again, they're all things that we've touched on. They're all messages that, you know, we kind of kind of skirt the boundary of this different story mm-hmm. But I think a lot of times we stop short because it kind of kind of goes against the safe, comfortable yeah. kind of system that we have for faith is X plus Y plus Z, X plus Y equals Z. And so uh, that openness, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. just this willingness to say, hey, you know, Jesus speak in a new way and, um, and, and, and invite me into something different, whether I've been a Christian for two years or 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. You know, I I feel like just as we've been talking and exploring these new ideas, I'm seeing the potential for what my faith can be mm-hmm. for the first time, you know, in, in 30 years as a believer. Yeah. And that's exciting. And that's the excitement I want people to feel mm-hmm. and not this resistance of like, oh, but I liked it this way. Yeah. Because that's going to be the temptation. It mm-hmm. really is. Yeah. To be like, no, this is the way I've done things. This is the way it is. This is what church is supposed to be. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not ready to jump on board to that. But to look at this not in terms of, you know, what we're leaving behind, but man, like what God could be inviting us to and just how rich our experience as a community could be um, to view change and and just that that different story through that lens Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. oh that's awesome yeah i mean i already know what we're talking about but i'm excited just (laughs) hearing you talk and yeah i think you make a great point too of just this isn't something that we've like kept secret this whole time Mm -hmm. and now it's the big reveal but i think it's weird where we've been on that journey too yeah right and god's been just kind of working in us and tugging on our hearts and you know, I think the, even this Sunday when you're emceeing, you mentioned like there are people in our church who who want more. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's us too, right? Yeah. We kind of got to a place where like we want more for ourselves and, yeah. and for our church. And and this journey is kind of in God leading us and showing us some things, right? Like, hey, maybe faith is more mm-hmm. than this. Maybe church is more than this. And, um, you know, and I think it's important just for those listening and for our church to see like, yeah, it, like you said, it's not some new thing. It's not us trying to be trendy. 
it's not some secret we've just been keeping to ourselves, <laughs> but it's like this journey that God's leading us on. Yeah. And we just feel like this is what he, he wants for us and wants for our church. And, um, you know, there's a, I know there's been a lot of due diligence and examining the scriptures and verifying those things. But, yeah, I think this is something God is leading us. God has placed on your heart heavily um, and in all of us. So, yeah, I'm excited and I encourage everyone the same thing. You know, just the openness, yeah. whatever that might look like, just that openness of like, yeah, that, what does more look like? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and just for the record, it, the way we're talking about it, I think we're just trying not to step on the toes of, like, our series coming up. It makes it sound so crazy and weird, like, we're going <laughs> to unroll this, like, super, super. It's, yeah. it's really not. I mean, it's it's. I think it's really good, and it's really distinct, and it captures a, a flavor of Scripture that, like, I think is easy to ignore, but mm-hmm. it's not unfamiliar to people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think... Uh, I think it's something to be excited about. So <laughs> yeah. have no fears. Yeah. We're like the secret, you know, like you said, it's not a big secret. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think that that feeling that, that you mentioned, just the sense that people want more. I think that was the biggest, that's been the biggest encouragement um, throughout this past, you know, six months of, you know, kind of beginning to explore where God is leading to us is, you know, to go from this feeling, whether like a year ago or just mm-hmm. these feelings of like frustration of like, man, why don't, why don't people want more to like, as we've shared more and more people being like, oh, good. Yeah. Like we've kind of been waiting for yeah. you guys to, to do stuff like this. Yeah. Like, oh, they, they do want more. And, and mm-hmm. that might not be everybody. And, and if that's not you right now, then, you know, that that's okay. And, and I think God will lead you on your journey in his time. But I think it's been encouraging to see there are a lot of people who are ready and anxious for God to do more in their life. And I think there's a lot of evidence of that and just in how people are responding, you know, seeing signups to the small group experience, you know, the fact that people are interested in, you know, listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, I think just the general atmosphere at church is that um, I think there's an excitement for that next chapter. And so. Uh, you know, I I think we both feel like the weight and the responsibility of that along mm. with the excitement. And so um, it's cool. I mean, I feel like, you know, like we're just standing on the precipice, mm-hmm. you know, and we're about to jump. And, you know, and, and now it's on God to, to kind of carry us to that next phase. And there's nothing more you can ask for, mm-hmm. right, is yeah. to be at that point. And so it's it's cool and I'm excited. Yeah. 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 Thanks for, I think, just bringing back that reminder too, right? That this is ultimately God's church and, you know, he's built it beginning 1979 and yeah. even before that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, just in, in how he's worked in people's lives and, you know, there's just another chapter, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of where he's leading us and how he can use us to accomplish his, his work here and the city, starting with the city and, and who knows where else. And yeah. We're just, we just want to be faithful and obedient to that and um, just receive whatever it is he wants to give. So, yeah, yeah, I'm definitely excited. Yeah. Cool. Is there anything else you want to add or anything? Um, No, I mean, I would just say like for those of people out there who are, are tuning into the podcast for the first time, you know, it was cool to have you kind of throw it out there during the sermon. Um, yeah, thank you. Really, thanks for listening. I think this is something, you know, we've been doing this now for, I mean, almost a year, not quite, right? Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, and I think it's something that I think we've found, you know, really valuable just in terms of being able to 
debrief on sermons and talk about things that we don't normally get to talk about. And I think, um, yeah, I think there's a, a lot of value in having a larger part of our community, a part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as much as right now it is literally just you and I together in a room <laughs> talking to each other, you know, the, the point of this is to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said at the beginning, you know, man, if you're listening and you have questions or you have thoughts or you just hear anything that's, you know, just that kind of piques your interest, man, that's so there's, there's nothing that makes me more excited than when someone says, Hey, I was listening to the podcast and mm-hmm. I thought this, or I had this question. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like a little mini miracle to me that anyone, is listening. <laughs> but it's cool. And it's great when we can have those conversations. And so, um, man, the more engagement that we have through this, this is a, yeah, this is a way for us to, I think, be more connected as much as, you know, we're, you know, we're not physically in the same room with people. Um, as somebody who listens to podcasts, I know how much when I listen to someone over and over and over again, I feel like there's a, a greater sense of dialogue that's happening. And so, uh, yeah, just enter into that dialogue with us and it, it makes it that much better. Yeah. Hey, well said. Perfect way to end today's podcast. But want to thank you for being here. Thank you for I think, being faithful to your call uh, here at this church and um, really spearheading a lot of where we're, we're going and what, what God is doing here. So I'm just excited. I'm grateful for you and I'm grateful for uh, all that's going to happen in our church. So yeah. yeah, thanks, Brandon. Yeah, thanks, man. Now just everyone knows who to blame if everything <laughs> crashes and burns. Thanks, man. <laughs> no, man, we're all in it together. So. All right, well, thanks again. Thank you everyone for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. <laughs>